The King of Alsander by James Elroy Flecker. London, George Allen and Unwin, Ruskin House, 40 Museum Street, W.C. 1915. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For further information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Dramatis Personae John Oggs, Norman Price, and Labourer Read by Phil Benson Mrs. Gafferkin, Nancy, Perronella, Malsprita, Crowd, and Guard Read by Michelle Eaton Vicar, Old Man, William Price, Canthrop, Chazenot, Wizened Man, Consul, Vortza, and Colonel Read by Patrick Wallace Vicar's Daughter, Shopkeeper, President, Arnolfo, Ianthe, Widow Prusco, Drakina, Cuvas, Peter Smith, and Lady. Read by Eden Ray Hedrick. John Gafferkin, Thomas Bodkin, King, Butler, Doctor, Clark, Muckzello, Father Algio, and Captain of the Guard. Read by Alan Wayman. Count Arnolfo, Shoemaker, and Narrator. Read by Algie Pug. Section 0. Dedication and Preface. Dedication to J. N. Mavrogordato. This romance, of which he never despaired in the rough, is dedicated in the ripe. Preface. Here is a tale, all romance. A tale such as only a poet can write for you, O appreciative and generous public. A tale of madmen, kings, scholars, grocers, consuls, and Jews. A tale with two heroines, both of an extreme and indescribable beauty. A tale of the South and of sunshine, wherein will be found disguises, mysteries, conspiracies, fights, at least one good whipping, and plenty of blood and love and absurdity. A very odd sort of tale, a tale as joyously improbable as life itself. But if I know you aright, appreciative and generous public, you look for more than this in these tragic days of social unrest, and you will be most dissatisfied with my efforts to please you. For you, a king is a shadow, a madman a person to be shut up, a scholar a fool, a grocer, a tradesman, a consul, an inferior grade of diplomatic officer, and a Jew, a Jew. You will demand to know what panacea is preached in this novel for the dismal state of affairs in England. With what hope do I delude the groaning poor? With what sarcasm insult the insulting rich? What is the meaning of my apparent joyousness? What has grim, iron-banging England to do with sunshine, dancing, adventure, and, above all, with poets. In support of my reputation, let me hasten to observe that in my efforts to please a generous and appreciative public, I have not failed to insert several passages of a high moral tone. Grave matters of ethics are frequently discussed in the course of my story, and the earnest inquirer may learn much from this book concerning the aim, purpose, and origin of his existence. To government and its problems I have given particular attention, 
and the observant reader may draw from these subtle pages a complete theory of the fallacy of the picturesque. Only, I implore the public to forgive the poet his proverbial license, to remember that truth is still truth, though clad in harlequin raiment, and thought still thought, though hinted and not explained. Farewell, then, my king of Alsander, ride out into the world and conquer. Behind you, a merry and a mocking phantom, my youth rides out for ever. Beirut, Syria, 1913 End of section zero.